Christmas isn't just a time to decorate your house, to spend time with loved ones, and to open long-awaited presents. Christmas is a time to remember, to remember that salvation doesn't come from within, it comes from above. To remember that infinitely better than the magic of Christmas is the miracle of Emmanuel. To remember that God was not and is not untouched by the pain and suffering of this world. To remember that Jesus isn't just part of the Christmas story, but Christmas is part of the Jesus story. To remember that there is no grace without a cross and no cross without a manger. To remember that Jesus doesn't just want us to remember what he did, but to join him in what he is doing. So this year, let the lights remind you of the light of the world who came into darkness for us. Let the gifts remind you of the greatest gift of all. And this year, make your heart like Bethlehem and receive the King. Why don't you stand as we worship our newborn King together?
as we have a video of Pastor Daryl um, talking about the theology of the Christmas story. Take a look. Hey, Joa, how are you, buddy? Just sit by me. You're doing a really good job sitting in that chair. Yeah. Am I doing a good job sitting in my chair? Yeah. Thanks. Do you know what we're going to talk about? Christmas. You sure? <laughs> Your brother's cracking me up. He's just talking about it. And you're doing a good job sitting in your chair, too. Yeah, Say, you know check it. one, two. Check one, two. Oh, I can hear that. <laughs> so how am I supposed to tell you apart? Eli has a freckle right here. And I have one right here. <laughs> so your freckle is like a half inch off. Do you love your baby sister? Yeah. Yeah? What do you say when she cries? No. Whose birthday is Christmas? Jesus. Jesus' birthday. Jesus. Yeah. And do you remember after Jesus was born, who came to visit him? The three wise men. The three wise men. The three wise men. The three wise men. You guys even answer at the same time. Three wise men. The wise men. That's right. Wise men. Wise men. What did they bring to Jesus? They did. They brought gifts. Presents. Woohoo! We like presents, huh? Yeah. They were kind of like Santa Claus. Yeah. They brought presents to Jesus. He is. He's coming to town. Did they bring him presents? Oh. Yes. And then one of the presents was myrrh. Can you say myrrh? <laughs> Those are funny words, aren't they? What animals do you think were there, Margaret? Sheep. Sheep? A rabbit. A rabbit? Ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit, ribbit? No. That's a frog. A frog. <laughs> uh, I think sheep and a fox. Sheep and a fox? Mm hmm. What does a sheep say? Bah. Bah. And what does a fox say? I don't know. So does your brother talk like this all the time? I think he just said hippopotamus. What's a hippopotamus say? Yeah, I don't know what a hippopotamus says either. Is Jesus still in a manger? No. Where is he? He's in heaven. In heaven. What's he doing there? Um, partying with the angel. <laughs> That's a good idea. What do you think? Um, playing checkers with the angels. Playing checkers with the angels. Did Jesus stay a baby? No. No. What? Did he, what happened? He grew up. He did. He grew up. Didn't he grow up? No. You don't think so? He's still a baby. Yeah. Where is he right now? In the hay. He's in the hay somewhere? Yeah. Hi. 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 I don't think that's really hay. What? I think um, it's from that side of the church. Oh, the pretend hay from the kids area? Yeah. You got us. You are right. What's your favorite part about Christmas? Look, Cal Ripken Jr. Cal Ripken Jr. 
How do you know him? He plays baseball. Do you want a soccer ball? No soccer ball. No soccer ball for you? Definitely no. Does your tree have any presents? Um, yes, but there's just only books in there. There's only books in there? Yeah. Did you already look? Yep, there's this book. <laughs> Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! All right! These are, these are my fashion. Do you see how fast I can go? Woo! Do you have some fast shoes on, Brooks? That's pretty impressive. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. All right, come slap me five, fellas. Nice job. Nice job, Eli and Grayson. Yeah, good job. Hey, wait a minute, that's my chair. Give me five. Sweet. <laughs> Why don't you stand together as we sing Christmas carols?
ahead and take a seat. All right, ready? One, two, three. All right, good job. We love you guys who are watching online. We're really excited that you're with us as well. So one of my, this is my first Christmas at Christ Community. So I'm having a great time joining in your Christmas traditions, but also going to introduce you to one of mine. I have a knock-knock joke that I tell every year. So you guys know how a knock-knock joke works, right? I'm going to say knock-knock and you're going to say, okay, so we, yeah, and you guys here at home, you play along with this as well. All right. Um, knock-knock. Christmas cow goes. No. Christmas cow goes moo. Isn't that good? Oh, yeah. Um, thanks. Um, yeah, the kids like it. So this is why we do this thing. All right, so a couple more. What do you call people who are afraid of Santa Claus? Claustrophobic. All right, that's an oldie but a goodie. Oh, what do you have in December that you don't have any other month? The letter D. You guys are doing the math in your head right now, aren't you? That's really true. Okay, so this, what do you call an elf who's wearing earmuffs? Anything you want, he can't hear you. It's all good. So I, um, a couple of guys were talking to each other um, about what they got their wives for Christmas. And uh, one guy pulls out a ring box and he opens it up and it is big and sparkly in there and his buddy looks at him and he's like, wow, um, I thought she wanted one of those fancy four-wheel drive SUVs. And the guy said, well, she does, but I don't know where to get a fake Jeep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really like that one too, sorry. Um, so did you know this? Did you know that in 2005, the box was inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame? Isn't that amazing? Of all the amazing, great toys that have been invented and have been built, the box, the thing they came in, gets inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame. And I mean, how many of you parents, especially those of you like your kids are little, and like, how many of you have remember, like they opened up the toys and they set that expensive, hard to find toy off to the side and they spent some time playing with the box. Any of you parents remember seeing that with their kids? That happened to us. I remember doing that as a kid. It was just, it's crazy. Boxes are great. Like the box could be a dollhouse if you like to play with dolls. It could be a fort if you like to build forts. My brother and I, the smaller boxes, we would actually, we would put them all back together and then we would play catch with them. And it is like, they're hard to catch, but it is a lot of fun. As we got a little older, we'd get the ones that were big enough for our feet and we'd put our feet in there and we would skate around in them. Anybody else like do any skating around like that? A little bit dangerous in the house, but I mean like it's more fun if it's, you might have a chance of getting hurt doing it. And so like the boxes, the boxes are an incredible thing, but can I just, I wanna tell you this. The box is never the gift. Right? The box, it may be in the toy hall of fame and all those different things and we have a lot of fun with it, but the box is never the gift. So when I was growing up, we had, this, um, we had this Christmas album in our house. It was Merle Haggard's Christmas album. Did anybody else have Merle Haggard's Christmas album? Seriously, man, you guys missed out. So, and don't judge me, because we had good music in our house growing up. 
So in Merle Haggard Christmas album, there is a song that's titled Santa Claus and Popcorn. And one of the lines I remember from the song, it says, Santa Claus and popcorn, jingle bells and reindeer horns. We celebrate that the king was born with Santa Claus and popcorn. And it's just kind of, just kind of talk about how we celebrate Christmas time. And I don't know that we, given what we're celebrating, I don't know if we could make a big enough deal over Christmas. I mean, when you, when you think about that God became man and came to earth, I don't know if we could celebrate Christmas time big enough, but like we make a big deal out of Christmas. I mean, we're, we're here. You guys that are in person are braving a blizzard. We're going to great extremes as a church to be all together, even though we're separated at this time. We take time off from work. We buy gifts. We decorate. Like there's just all kinds of celebration that happens at Christmas time. When Jesus was born, God made a big deal out of that. Like there was this huge heavenly celebration. Um, angels came and appeared to shepherds and they lit up the sky and they made these announcements and just a chorus of angels and God had people from different places moving towards Jesus and like it was this great big celebration at Christmas time, even that first Christmas. But I wanna tell you this, Christmas time is like the box. Christmas time is like the package. And Jesus is the gift. And the box is never the gift. And so I want to spend a couple of minutes with you, and really just a couple of minutes. I want to spend a couple of minutes with you looking at this gift that we have been given at Christmas time. And I want to look at this gift through the eyes of, of one of my favorite characters from the Christmas story. It's in the gospel of Luke chapter two. Now I want to do something because, you know, especially you guys who are wrestling little kids. So let's see if we can get everybody back involved here. All right, kiddos, you guys like just listen for just a second here. Let me ask you, I'm going to ask you a question. Just a second. I'm going to ask you, who's your favorite in the Christmas story? All right. So think about it with me for just a second. Who's your favorite in the Christmas story, and grown-ups, you can participate too, and you guys who are watching online, you can do this in your room. So I'm gonna count to three, and you're just gonna all say who our favorite is in the Christmas story, all right? You ready? One, two, three. Okay, how many of you said Jesus? All right, we're in church. That's always the right answer. In church, Jesus is always the right answer. So I wanna show you, I'm gonna talk to you about this gift that we have been given through the eyes of my second favorite person in the Christmas story. It's a guy named Simeon. And he shows up in Luke chapter two. And we don't know a lot about Simeon. He just kind of shows up for a few verses in the Bible. There's some hints that maybe he's a priest because he's in the temple, but we don't even know that about him. We know he's an old guy. And he seems like he just comes off the page as this guy who is, he's a man of faith and he is settled in his relationship with God and he is at peace and he's at rest. And so in Luke chapter two, verse 25 and 26, we meet him. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout he was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he'd seen the Lord's Messiah. And every time I read about him, I mean, just even just now reading about him, every time I read about him, I kind of want to be like him you know, because he's this, 
He's upright and he is devout, but not like in a cold way, not in a distant way, but in a warm way that is endearing to people. And he just, he has this sense of peace and hope about him. And, and on this day that Mary and Joseph show up, because they brought Jesus to the temple when he was eight days old. That's what they were supposed to do in their culture and under the Old Testament law. So when Jesus was eight days old, they brought him to the temple and there they are in the temple. And Jesus is there and Simeon shows up. And so Simeon, moved by the spirit, went into the temple courts. And when the parents, Joseph and Mary, brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. And so through his eyes, you know, we could see through kind of the wrapping or the trappings of Christmas time and look at this gift that God has given to us. The first thing he says about Jesus, he calls him God's salvation. And I think that's just, he's God's rescue for you and for me. He's the one that God sent to rescue us. And if you ever feel like, man, I need somebody to step in and help me. I need to be rescued from the, I need to be saved. Like Jesus is God's rescue for us. And we all need to be rescued. And Christmas time is one of those times when we remember and we celebrate not just that Jesus came, but that he came for us. He came to be with us. He came to rescue us. He came to rescue us from our sins. He came to give us life. And, and this old guy, this gentle old man in the temple looks at Jesus and says about him, you, this baby in the manger, you are God's salvation. And he's given to you and to me. This gift of salvation comes to us at Christmas time. Simeon also says about Jesus, he calls him a light. He's a light. And to people who know what darkness is like, man, isn't the light welcome? Jesus is called, he's the light of the world. He, the Bible talks about how people who, who are walking and living in darkness have seen a great light. And if you have ever felt like, I don't know what to do. I could use, like, I can't see far enough in front of me to figure this one out. I can't, like, I don't know. Jesus came to be your light. He came to be my light. He's a spiritual light for us, and he shines his light into the darkness of our lives. One of my favorite things that the Bible says about Jesus is in the Gospel of John, chapter 1. It calls him the light, and he says, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. And if you have the light of Jesus shining into your life, no matter what the darkness that surrounds you is, like that, that light dispels darkness in your life. And if you're struggling with, with any kind of darkness, and Christmas time is a time when, in this Christmas particularly, I mean, we, this has been a really difficult and dark year. And we just wanna acknowledge and recognize that. And one thing that we haven't heard a lot about this year, but Christmas time is just, it's just difficult and dark anyway. And it's a time of year when people struggle. And, and what I would say to you today, that if you found yourself feelings, feeling like there's darkness this year, Jesus is the light of the world. And he is the light that will shine into your darkness and the darkness that you're feeling, that you're experiencing, that's pushing on you. 
Like that darkness cannot overcome his light. His light shines in darkness and darkness cannot overcome it. He is, he is the light. And then the last thing that Simeon says here about Jesus is he is, he is the glory of God's people. Now here we are at the end of the year and, and this has been a year unlike any other most of us can remember, and we're looking at another year that's probably gonna be unlike any other other than 2020. And maybe you're wondering what's up in this coming year. And when, when Simeon looks at Jesus and says, you are the glory of God's people, what he's really talking about is if you're looking for hope, if you're looking for purpose, if you're looking for meaning in your life, if, you are, if you're trying to figure out what you are going to give yourself to in this coming year, Jesus is glory. There's, there's nothing else, and, and many of us in this room, many of us watching have, have tried other things, but there's nothing else that satisfies that desire for purpose that God put in each one of us, that desire for meaning in our life. There's no one, there's no, no other thing that will satisfy what God has put inside of us except Jesus. And so if you are looking for what's gonna be your glory, in this coming year. And it's, it's not gonna be in what you accomplish, it's not gonna be in what you save, it's not gonna be in what you do for somebody else. If you are going to have glory in your life this year, it's going to be because you've acknowledged and recognized that Jesus is the glory of God's people. He's the banner under which we, we place ourselves and in him we find meaning and purpose. So I'd like to just kind of wrap my time up with a little prayer here for us. Would you guys please bow your head and close your eyes with me? And before I close this in prayer, I just wanna, I wanna offer you just a moment if you need it. Today is the time that you say to Jesus, Jesus, you are you're my salvation. Maybe you've never looked at him that way before or you've heard it, but you've never really trusted him. And you say, Jesus, you are my salvation. Or maybe for you, you, you need light. You need light in the darkness of your life. You could just say to Jesus, will you be my light? Will you overcome this darkness I'm experiencing? Or maybe for you, you need to say, Jesus, you are, you're gonna be my glory. I've been looking for meaning and purpose for a reason in, in other places and those have not satisfied. So, so you will be my glory. So Lord Jesus, thank you for Christmas time. Thank you for the celebration that we get to have as individuals, as families, as a church family. We're really grateful for all of this. But I'm asking for me, myself, for our church family, I'm, I'm asking you that we would not miss the gift because of the wrapping. Help us see through, will you shine your beauty and your glory into our lives in a way that we can see it? And I'm praying these things in your name, amen. Light of the world Treasure of heaven Brilliant like the stars In the wintry sky Joy of the Father Breach through the dark
Thank you so much for being here. Before you leave, please blow out your candles. And we will have trash cans at the uh, doors that you can toss them in as well. Please wait for the ushers to, to dismiss you so that we are orderly and following the rules. Otherwise, have a very Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming.